0: Welcome to the Thankful Homemaker Podcast, a podcast to be an encouragement and blessing to each other in the role God has called us to as women. I'm so thankful you stopped by. So grab yourself a coffee or tea and sit with me a bit as we talk about how God's Word impacts every area of our lives as Christian women. Hello, friends. I'm Marcy Farrell from thankfulhomemaker.com, and I am so glad to be with you today. We are on episode 124, and our topic today is Thought Patterns of a Christian Mind. So, before we dig in here, I want to give you just a quick plea that if you are enjoying the podcast and you have two minutes or less, if you could please leave a rating or review wherever you listen into the podcast i would be so grateful to you it helps others to find the podcast and i'm sending you a huge hug and thank you out in advance and thank you to all who have done that already i I have been so blessed by it and it has helped so many others find the podcast so thank you so we're talking today about thought patterns of a christian mind and when i say this this verse is going to come to mind what we're going to work through because we're working through six thought patterns today because we're walking through philippians 4 8. and i know it's a verse we're all familiar with we probably quoted to ourselves we probably quoted to our kiddos quite often but i want to work through it so so i have and you have maybe a deeper understanding of the verse itself so think about this have you ever wondered what it would be like to live in your mind with only correct thoughts no more envious or angry or bitter thoughts could you imagine all the time and energy we would save from our wasted thinking john MacArthur stated he said spiritual stability is a result of how a person thinks the bible leaves no doubt that people's lives are the product of their thoughts so what we meditate on my friend it matters and too often i know for me my thoughts can control me instead of me controlling my thoughts i tend to be an overthinker so when someone has wronged me i'll mull it over and over again in my mind i may even find myself arguing with the other person in my mind or you might find me asking myself the what if questions which really all it does is destroy my peace and it leaves me unsettled in my thoughts so instead of being controlled by my thoughts i'd really like to have control over them at times i can find myself too busy to be thinking god's thoughts but to hide his word in my heart so i might not sin against him that means that i need to be reading god's word and continuing to dwell on it throughout my day and that's because what we don't know can't influence our thinking we need to know what god's word says to be able to take every thought captive and god's word tells us that we've been given the mind of christ and that's in first corinthians 2 16. having the mind of christ it's a guide to all that we do and it needs to impact our thinking it doesn't mean our thinking is going to be exactly like god's but it does mean that we can think and act more and more like christ as our minds are renewed referencing romans 12:2. there the apostle paul tells us how to replace sinful wrong thinking by instead thinking thoughts that are god honoring and let me read to us our verse today it's philippians 4 8. finally brothers Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things so prior to these verses in philippians there chapter 4 the apostle paul has been going over with the philippians the things that he desires them to do paul has he's addressed unity in the church there in philippians 4 2 and 3 a joyful spirit in philippians 4 4 humility in philippians 4 5 anxiety and thankfulness in philippians 4 6 and peace in philippians 4 7 and the last issue the apostle addresses here in verse 8 it's our thought life because as God's peace as that's guarding our hearts and minds we're going to find ourselves thinking on the Lord's promises and his provision for us it's going to change our thought life to no longer dwell on fleshly thoughts but on ones that are spiritual and they're Christ focused we've been given whole new minds right if we are in Christ remember that we can now think God's thoughts because we've been granted salvation at salvation I should say the mind of Christ coming back to that first Corinthians 2 16 there and true change it comes about in our lives as Christians by what we choose to think on because what we think on it truly matters God's word doesn't leave us wondering how to take every thought captive to Christ um i'm referencing their second corinthians ten five. we have a detailed list of what we are to think about as christians laid out for us in philippians 4 8. it's there scripture is our source for knowing what is true and honorable and just and pure and lovely and commendable so i want to walk through together paul's list of what sort of thoughts should be filling our minds and there's more to this you can expand on ladies if you want to study this a little deeper but I'm just going to give us just a really quick snapshot of each one of those um those which this Paul's list that he takes us through in Philippians 4:8. so here are six things to dwell on first is whatever is true so if it's not true It's false right we know that we need to fix our minds on what is true and jesus is the embodiment of truth and his gospel is truth we need to ask the lord to permeate our minds with the truth of his word and help us to avoid falsehood and as believers we're to seek what is true in all areas of our lives so warren wearsby said he said whenever we believe a lie satan takes over So the next one on Paul's list is whatever is honorable. And the term for honorable here, it means noble or dignified. So we're to set our thoughts on things that are above, not on things that are of this earth, right? Colossians 3, 3 through 4 there. It doesn't mean we don't recognize wrong things going on in the world around us, but these thoughts are not to permeate our minds. So to think noble or reverent thoughts means we live with eternity in view. And then whatever is just just or right it means to conform to god's law so to conform our thinking here to what is just we need to keep our minds in line with the truth of god's word because having right thinking right is going to lead to right actions and then whatever is pure so when we think of pure i i know most of us our minds tend to go towards sexual purity But this extends beyond just sexual purity it includes that to all moral purity in our thoughts and words and actions god chose us in him to be holy and blameless reference in ephesians 1 4 there so our entire life should be a striving to stay pure and undefiled in all areas of our lives and here even again because we're talking about thinking on in our thought lives so whatever is lovely and lovely I love that word lovely because it's a lovely word right (laughs) but lovely translates here as conduct that is amiable gracious or pleasing our minds are to dwell on things that are lovely or pleasing to God and when our thoughts are focused on what is lovely our actions towards others they're going to be kind and gracious And then whatever is commendable, not a word that we use too often, but commendable means thinking thoughts that are of an excellent report. So we should be dwelling and thinking about morally respectable things. Think about even in this way, are we thinking the best of others or do we dwell on their failures? So friends, our minds are a gift from the Lord to be protected. We are able now to choose thoughts that please and honor him. So as we address our hearts here at the end, because Paul ends Philippians 4, 8 with, If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So he ends here because we need this reminder to protect our thinking continually. We need to be proactive in the thoughts that enter our minds. Our minds are renewed thought by thought. This is not a quick overnight fix. We need to continually do battle with thinking God's thoughts over worldly sinful thoughts. The sin in our lives... It begins in our thoughts, or as the Bible calls it, the heart, referencing there, Mark 7, 20 to 23. We don't sin without it first starting in our minds. No one murders without harboring angry thoughts towards another person, right? We went through this in the Sermon on the Mount um, episode on anger. And no one commits adultery first without having lustful thoughts. Same thing we went through in the one on adultery. We tend to get lazy in our thinking, and we forget that what we meditate and think on it matters so we must do battle with our thought lives or our growth and our walk with the lord it's going to be stunted philippians 4 9 moves on so how do we see jesus in this i love this what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me practice these things and the god of peace will be with you so paul continues on there that was philippians 4 9. so to have the mind of christ We must first be in Christ, right? We must have repented of our sins and put our faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone for salvation, or we cannot even go down this road. It needs to begin there. True conversion is necessary to right Christian living. When we see Jesus as the perfect picture of all that is true and lovely and pure, we're going to find our thought life is filtered through the lens of the gospel. And as we meditate on what is true and lovely and honorable in the gospel, and as we practice these things, as Paul said... The peace of god will be with us because why because jesus is enough always my friend i am so grateful for you and you can also read pretty much this full um podcast episode in the show notes, and they're linked to wherever you're listening into the podcast, or just head over to thankfulhomemaker.com. And friends, if your mornings could use a little bit of help and you'd like to get a jump start on your day, I have a totally free little mini course to get you started. It's literally called Jump Start Your Morning, and I'll link to it in the show notes, or you can head to thankfulhomemaker.com backslash jumpstart too. So, my friend, I pray that you have a very blessed week.